What a day. Hello and welcome to another episode of What a Day. I'm Matt. I'm Andy. And for new listeners, What a Day is a podcast devoted to uh, celebrating and validating some of our lesser known holidays. Or not validating them. Right. Choosing to leave them in the dark. Right. There are some bad holidays out there, not going to lie. But today is January 23rd. It is National Handwriting Day. Mm. Andy, how's your handwriting? Uh, Horrid. How's yours, Matt? I've been told pretty good for a guy, Mm. which is, you know, classic backhanded compliment. (laughs) But, you know, when it came time for group projects in school, I would be the the designated writer. But the bad thing about that is I do have good handwriting, but when it comes time to like writing something like on a poster board and Mm -hmm. like having to write large, my spatial awareness skills are severely lacking and I will write the first couple letters way too big and then then panic much like a four-year-old would. (laughs) Okay, so are you of the camp that would just like write smaller letters or would you curve to... And then just go down the side. No curving. No curving. Just I, I shrink as it goes mm. to the side, yes. I wonder what the psychological implications of that are. Probably that I shrink under pressure. Shrink under pressure. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably all it means. Yeah, so I have horrible handwriting. Bane of my existence. It's okay, though. Ridicule I mean, for it constantly. doctors have bad handwriting. They're doing all right in life. Yeah, but I don't have an excuse. It's like, <laughs> oh, you didn't progress past third grade and you're... You actually regressed looking I've gone back and looked at like my elementary school projects and my handwriting is more clear in third grade because I had to like write in those lines but I mean a third grader has a lot less to worry about in life the older you get the more responsibilities you have the more stress you have and you can't be wasting all your time on handwriting that's true Uh, plus um, you know cursive isn't ever really needed anymore besides a signature mm-hmm. so uh there's just not a premium on handwriting guess not but that's why we're gonna dig into handwriting today and celebrate it for what we can we yeah. actually have a school teacher um so i'll head out um i think you're worried that he's gonna make fun of your handwriting yeah. if you stick around quite worried um, okay i feel that makes sense. his judging stare from the anteroom oh no well so, okay. i'll head out all right have well, fun, Matt. we'll talk to you later andy all right, well, here's our uh, special guest. Hello, my name's Matt. Nice to meet you. Matthew, Gary Thompson. Oh, it's hi. a pleasure. Hi, Gary. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you, Matthew? Good, good. Good. So I understand that you uh, are a teacher. Yeah. Uh, tell me about that. Well, I'm the sole teacher of handwriting uh, at Bellevue North Elementary School. I have so many questions. Yeah. Okay, so... First of all, I grew up in Bellevue. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, I went to Wake Robin Elementary, mm. Logan Fontenot Middle School, mm. and then Bellevue West High School. Good. And I did not know that there was a Bellevue North Elementary. You are out of touch, my young boy. Well, I mean, there's yeah, it's a... been a few years since I've lived in Bellevue, mm. so. There's a Bellevue North. There's a Bellevue South. Wow. There's a Bellevue South by Southwest. Really? Yes. It's not as cool as you might think it is. Is that like one of those magnet schools that focuses on the arts? Probably. You don't know? I tend to stay away from those. I'm largely focused on my own craft, which as I think I overheard you mentioning, and as I mentioned, handwriting. Yes, you mentioned it. I forgot. 
forgot whether or not I had introduced you. Yes, you said you were a handwriting teacher. The which, handwriting the teacher. The handwriting teacher. Yeah. So is there a class at Bellevue North explicitly devoted to handwriting? Every child filters through my dainty fingertips. I don't like the wording of that. Thank you. Not a compliment. Since the year 1994, every child that has passed through the Bellevue public education system has been shaped in one way or another by my teachings. Okay. Uh, Mostly shaped in their handwriting. The you... shapes of their A's, their B's, their C's, their D's. You don't need to keep going in the whole alphabet. I get it. So you're talking about shapes of letters. That's correct. Now, are you a print guy or a cursive guy? Excuse oh, I'm me, so I sorry. I, you seem to be choked up over this question. I didn't mean to make you worked up, sir. Matthew, both have their merits. Oh, of course. But the heart, the blood pumps from the heart in cursive, Matthew. I don't understand that metaphor. Clearly you're not a poet. I am a student of William Shakespeare myself, and... Uh-huh. Well, when I say that the blood pumps from the heart in cursive, the blood... Blood is necessary for life, Matthew. Blood flows to every portion of your body. It's necessary for your brain to function. It's necessary for your limbs to move. Sure. It's necessary for you to live your life. So you're a big biology guy too, huh? I have a basic understanding of the way <laughs> the human body works, yes. In this way, in this analogy, cursive is one's life blood. If you're not using cursive, you're a Neanderthal. Okay. That and analogy didn't even follow. All of a sudden, you were talking about lifeblood making you live, and then you called me a Neanderthal, whereas I thought you were going to say, I'm dead. Where are the Neanderthals, Matthew? I suppose they're dead. They're dead. Does my analogy follow now? Touche. Good. Glad we're on the same page. I don't appreciate being called a Neanderthal in that roundabout way. I didn't know if you wrote in cursive or not. You've applied that own label to yourself now. You could have told me you wrote in cursive and you are distinguished and... Hmm. Here's uh, something I wanted to bring up, Gary. Cursive is the name of a local Omaha band. What do you think about that? They are fine. Just fine? Fine. They're not your favorite band? No. That's surprising to me. I prefer the faint. Okay. They're an Omaha band. <laughs> I thought you were going to go in a different direction that had to do with handwriting, but you just went in a different direction that had to do with other Omaha bands. <laughs> I'm invested in the local music scene, Matthew. I yeah. care about Omaha and yeah. the direction that our fine city grows in. Uh-huh. Which is why I've chosen to place my new handwriting school in Papillion. Beautiful. Oh, I thought you were going to say you chose to place your uh, handwriting school, like, downtown next to Saddle Creek. No. Okay. No. Sorry. Papillion is the most beautiful area of Omaha. Things are getting a little heated. They are. I apologize. I didn't want to come in here being all, as Macbeth would say, sword tip to sword tip. Sword tip to sword tip. Okay, one, gross. Two, I don't think that's a Macbeth quote. Oh, you don't. I've written Shakespeare, Matthew. You've written Shakespeare? I've written it. <laughs> like fan fiction? Are you the Christopher Marlowe of the 21st century? I don't understand what that means, but... Oh, well, my... let me fill you in. Uh, no. There are rumors that Shakespeare didn't write everything attributed oh, yes. to Shakespeare, and Christopher Marlowe actually wrote some of Shakespeare's works. Garbage theory, and I don't choose to acknowledge the existence of such a man. Okay, move on. What do you think I do with my summers, Matthew? I, won't let, you, I won't let you answer because oh. you'll get it wrong. I transcribe <laughs> the works of... Sir William Shakespeare himself. Into other languages? 
into the language of English. Oh. I copy... Maybe I misunderstood what transcribe means. I like the Barnes and Noble editions of William Shakespeare, and I take those and I copy them into my own handwriting. Okay. I guess the other way you can take transcribe is that you listen to it on an audiobook and write it down as you're listening to it. I suppose that's a more accurate description of usage of the word transcribe. They're both good. Copy They're both good. down. That sounds more depressing. Copy down? I agree. Also, that sounds a little bit like you're a Neanderthal the way it's just kind of clunky. Are you 100% perfect in your spoken speech, Matthew? Even in this own conversation, no, you've made no, several No, no, you're right. You're right. I've made steps. several blunders. I was just trying to show you that I could be... The error of my ways. Yeah. On your high and mighty horse, your Bellevue-raised stinky cheese... See, again, stinky cheese. Like, you're trying to insult me, and all of a sudden you just, like, it goes off the, off the rails. That's your first warning, Matthew. What happens if I get three warnings? A spanking, and you don't want that, and no, I don't, I have don't to do want to do that to you. That. You're a grown man, and you have a beard. I don't want to spank you. I don't that want that. Nobody wants that. So stop. I, okay. I will. Second warning... I'm not giving you a second warning, I'm going to explain what... When you reach a second warning, you will have a period of silence, a timeout. So watch it. Okay. So... Um, Back to my handwriting school. Yes, I want to know... Do you have, like, a mission statement? To right the wrongs. And I'm guessing that this is a play on W-R-I-T-E. Perfect. It's classic homophone. That's a $10 word, Matthew. Okay. I'm impressed is all. Another backhanded compliment. I guess I'll accept it. Good word for a boy. What does that mean? First of all, I don't appreciate being called a boy. You just mentioned how I have a beard and I'm a Second 31 warning. year... Uh-oh. Time out. This is the perfect time for me to introduce my podcast, Writing Hands with Gary Thompson. Today, boys and girls, we learn about the letter Z. It may be the last, but... Oh no, it is not the worst. You take a flat plane, and then you go the other way, but a little bit down, and then go back the other way, and... Oh, you have a Z. Oh, Z. How much I owe to thee, Z. This has been Writing Hands with Gary Thompson, sponsored by Mont Blanc. Thank you, Matthew, for letting me debut my new podcast on, on your own. Can I talk now? You may. I didn't appreciate having my own podcast railroaded by your podcast. But that being said, uh... I've seen your likes on Facebook, Matthew. It's not as if you're losing out on much. Okay, come on. I didn't have you on the show to insult this podcast, and... I'm on here as a favor. All of my students will listen to it in my classroom as I... advertise my new handwriting school, of which you've let me speak none about. You just did. My new handwriting school. So you're going to have fourth graders listen to a podcast? Each one will listen to it, and that's a listen. You're welcome. How many students are in your class? You have a good teacher-student ratio? What's going on there? Well, like I said, I teach all students, grades one through four. They come through my handwriting class, and I'm just not appreciated by the faculty or by the school administration, and I've saved up enough to buy... Or, excuse me, rent out a little room 
in Old Town, which is not technically yet in Papillion, but I will advertise that I'm located in Papillion. Besides the point, I will build up a student body and teach them all how to write properly. The parents will send their unruly kids to me, like that Asian boy that was in here earlier that has the horrible handwriting. You're talking about Andy? Yes. Wait. The brown one. What is... Okay, back up. What does being unruly have to do with handwriting? If you're not sitting still, your cursive will not flow. Unruly. Unkempt. Ornery. Okay, this makes it sound like you're starting a boarding school that just happens to also include handwriting. Perfect. That's what you want? Yes. Okay. You think that's going to fly in Papillion? Bellevue first in Old Town, and then Papillion. Okay. Old Town, more like Old Frown. That's a rhyme. It's not exactly clever. I learned from the bard himself. I guarantee Shakespeare doesn't say something like Old Town, more like Old Frown. In the, pe in the Tempest. In the Tempest, do you think he says oh, that? Oh, we're on an island, and daughter of mine, you frown. All over town. I simply reworded it. In a worse way. This reminds me of the taming of the shrew. Okay. In Guess what way? who the shrew is. The shrew is you. I'm not a shrew. I'm not a shrew. Listen to yourself, Matthew. When you play this back, listen to how you sound. I'm not a shrew. Good. Continue. You're only proving my point. <laughs> I'm not. Gary, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not shrew! <laughs> Good, please. Well, I think I've had enough here. I I will bid you a Midsummer Night's Dream, Matthew. <laughs> okay, it's January 23rd. Puck. Bye, I guess. Andy. Yeah. That was so weird and confrontational and at times, like, vaguely sexual. Yeah, I bet. That dude was a piece of work. He just, like, just in passing, he said, I can tell, and then walked away. Yeah, he's very mysterious. Odd. And condescending. Odd man. Yeah. I'm kind of glad you skipped out on that one. Probably would have been better. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, good call. This has been National Handwriting Day. I don't even know what to say at this point. I think that I think his handwriting school is going to fail, and I... Honestly, I'm okay that it will fail. It's probably just a write-off. Ha! Nice. Thanks. Well, what a day. What a day. This has been What a Day. Thank you to Gil Lapastora for doing our logo, and to Jordan Piercy for helping out on audio for this episode. Also, just remember to like us on Facebook and subscribe on iTunes. And if you would leave a review and give us some five-star reviews that would help us a lot. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.